Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to the Morning Grizz Podcast, where we talk about sports in a raw and authentic way. Sports for the fan, from a fan. It's your boy, Joseph, a.k.a. J with the Grits, and I'm back once again with my man, Leon. What's up, Leon? What's up, man? Hey, it's good. Everything is good. Man, we talk sports today, bro. We talking sports today. <laughs> hey, Leon. Yeah, what's up? I'm excited. Okay. It's our 10th episode. What? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. <laughs> Number 10 is here, Leon. <laughs> hey, so I want to give a shout out to everybody who has been a part of the experience so far, who's been a part of this journey with us. Yeah. Allowing us to grow. Man. Allowing us to mature right before you. Absolutely. And we thank you guys for listening and tuning in. Yeah. Uh, yeah we absolutely. definitely appreciate it. We appreciate all the feedback. Yeah. We appreciate all the support. Much love. We appreciate all the love. So this 10th episode is something that we're going to cherish. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then after this 10, we want to move on to 50. Yeah. To 100, to 150. 150. Until never ending. Hey, man, big shout out to uh, Sweet Embrace, man, for, you know, opening up their doors. You Sweet know, Embrace Studios. record here. Right. For this beautiful, wonderful sound that we got here. That's right. Shout out to Sweet Embrace Productions, man. Make sure that you get all your audio needs from Sweet Embrace. That's right. Hey, and there's a lot going on. A lot to talk about, Leon. Man, let's get into it. I'm excited about this one. Yeah? Yeah, I'm excited. Well, let's talk. Let's get it. Let's talk some NBA, Leon. Okay. We know there's some things happening with the Lakers. All right. We already know that mm-hmm. Boogie Cousins, you know, had got waived from yeah. the team. Yeah. And now Markeith Morris is, is on the squad. Great addition. It's, I'm hey, all for that. Right? Yep. He's looking good out there on the court from the three games that he's played. Uh-huh. And from that, you now you have Troy Daniels, who was waived by the Lakers. Right. And... Deion Waiters had to come in today right, to try out for the team. I love it. We also had J.R. Smith come in and try out for the team. Yeah, Those are two of the three people that you thought that the Lakers should at least entertain yeah. to kind of bring some grit, to kind of bring some toughness to the yeah. Lakers squad. Yeah. So so basically, I'm all for the boogie letting him go. Be, not letting him go. We just cutting him. Uh-huh. But I believe that, like I said last, last show, right. we were going to re-sign him. You know what I'm saying? I've never seen somebody who got cut and so happy and still hanging out with the team. And, you know, he's rehabbing at the facilities and stuff like that. But, I mean, everybody's friends. Everybody's cool. I know, but they they they, they got a three-headed monster that's coming. They do. They got a three-headed monster. So, um, shouts out to Boogie, man, for just uh, understanding that because, yeah. you know, he could have been selfish. I'm Boogie Cousins. And he could have been like, no, I want to be on the squad. I want my championship ring. Right. They probably still get him one. So, shouts out to him, man, for taking one for the team. Take one for the team, you had Marcus Morris, like I said, we get to stretch the floor. We right. get to play. We get to play five wide. AD. You got uh, Morris. You got LeBron. You got Kuzmore. You got Danny Green. You got Bradley Bill. You got and then you got Alex Caruso. So we got a death lineup out of that. So now we could play with the Houston's. We could play with the Clippers. Right. We could play fastball. So I'm all for that. Also with um, Troy Daniels. Yeah, he didn't kind of fit the mold. Mm-hmm. Um, he had his shots. I think if he had an opportunity, or not even have an opportunity, right. I think if he made best of the opportunity that he was given, right. he would have got more minutes. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. If yeah. he would have put the ball in the bucket a little bit more yeah, from three, yeah. and, and so, but we have shooters, right? You know what I'm saying. And he just kind of didn't fit the mold. He's not a great defender. Mm-hmm. You know, he just shoots the ball. And so, I'd rather have a a 
a dog like uh, you know Dion Waiters or a dog like J.R. Smith. Okay, you know what I'm saying. I'd rather have one of those because they're battle tested, especially mm-hmm. J.R. Um, Dion Waiters is younger. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. He's athletic. He can shoot the ball. And big, he can get his own shot. Troy Daniels not too too much. Mm-hmm. You know, he can go off the dribble, but it kind of looked funny when he went to the basket a little bit. He don't got too much control. <laughs> okay, you know what I'm saying. But Lakers are getting ready. They're making power moves. They're making chess they pieces. They're they making chess moves. The Rich Paul moves. The Rich Paul moves. The LeBron James moves. Yeah, because both of them, like you said, they're 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 clients of Rich Paul. That is true. So Clutch one sports. of them are coming. Yes. You know what I'm saying, and that's gonna make the Lakers dangerous. But when are they gonna show up? Because the Lakers said that Deion Waiters was right. impressive today. Okay. Right? And then you have J.R. Smith who came in as well. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they're both part of Rich Paul. Right. They're both part of Clutch Sports. Yeah. But at the same time, the Lakers are saying, well, we're not in a rush. We don't really have to pull the trigger now. Right. Well, when's the right time for these boys to move? Because, look, it's 23 games left in the season. Well, I say it like this. They better hurry up and make a move. The reason why I say they better hurry up and make a move is because there's about, what, 23 games left in the NBA season. Yep. You have to get this person acclimated. And I was talking to a friend of mine a little earlier today. He was talking about how the Lakers already have a system. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And all he has to do is really just plug into the system. Mm -hmm. And so he just coming in. All he got to do is be ready to shoot the ball. Yeah. You know, when LeBron come out, be ready to, you know, get your own shot Mm -hmm. and facilitate. Like the system is set up for them to win. If it's somebody that's going to be a part of that system. Yeah. Right. And. A part of that system is being able to be ready to shoot. Yeah. I would say J.R. Smith is that catch-and-shoot type of player. You Man. know what I'm saying? Well, like you say, he's battle-tested. Yeah, he's been yeah, in the trenches. Yeah, yeah. He's won a ring. He's played with LeBron for yeah. a few years. Yeah. So it's not like he's just going to be coming in not knowing how LeBron is yeah. or not knowing you know, where he – LeBron's going to actually know where J.R. Smith likes to be on the court. Yeah. So that's actually a benefit. Yeah. Um, but you know what I'm saying? But it's a different team now. It is. And it's a different situation. It's a different system. Mm-hmm. And so Deion Waiters might fit better than J.R. Smith. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, because, you know, you just never know what the Lakers are looking for. Their gaps are they need another they need another uh, ball handler. Yeah. Another they play need maker. another player that can get their own shot. Mm-hmm. And they need an athletic wing that can guard. Yep. I think Deion Waiters is a better defender than J.R. Smith. Um, so it just all depends. And the Lakers, like you said, today they were very impressed with Deion Waiters' workout. Right. So to me, it seemed like it's leaning towards him. He's in the league right now. He's ready to go. J.R. Smith ain't been in the league some time. Right. So you don't know how much time it's going to take him to get into game shape. So that is factors playing into 23 games left in the season. Mm-hmm. You don't know what kind of conditions he he's in. Deion Waiters, you can put him right into plug him right into the system. Mm-hmm. You know, so those are things I think that the Lakers are looking at um, because now, listen, we only got twenty three games left, so we got to find the best piece. Um, and be, you got to be careful because Houston is coming up. Yes, they are. They're number four right They're now. They're number four right now, and if they get into that third spot, Clippers fall into the Lakers bracket. Yes, so. We're, we gonna, we might potentially see a Lakers-Clippers first, second round, uh-huh. second round of the playoffs versus in the conference finals. So we got to be ready. Yeah. We got to get Deion Waiters. If it's going to be him, which I think in my mind, mm-hmm. I just really feel that way. You know what I'm saying? I've called a lot of great things on this show. You know, I called the <laughs> Super Bowl. I said Frisco and Chiefs is going to be in the Super Bowl. Chiefs okay. is going to win. Did I not say that? You said that. You know what I'm saying? So – I think that it's going to be Deion Waiters, uh-huh. and I think that the Lakers are going to beat the Clippers. Okay. I mean, um, 
I'm 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 kind of hoping for J.R. Smith. Okay. And the reason why I'm hoping for J.R. Smith is one because he could create his own shot. Okay. You know he's not scared of the they moment. They both could do that. Check check. He's not scared of the moment. You got to give me something else. He's not scared of the moment. Okay. So what happened when he got the rebound? You have one time. He got the rebound. Something happened. Hold on. Of an incident happened he one time. He got the rebound. Okay. Instead of putting the ball back up, instead of putting the ball, he was right at the rim. What did he do? He dribbled it back out to the three-point line, and he was like, shoot, I thought we was up. Chris Webber called a timeout LeBron with no timeouts like, left. Hey, hey, wait, wait, wait. D -d 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 timeout. Have what? you ever made a mistake? Out of those games Bro, that he's played in. That cost him the championship. Did it? Yes. Out of the games that he's played in, right? Okay. How many times has he actually came through in the clutch for LeBron, for Cleveland, when they needed him most? Out of one situation that happened, you can only point to one time sorry, where he failed. But look, this this is my issue with J.R. Smith. Okay. He's streaky. Yeah, he's very streaky. If he's off, he's off. If he's off, he's not going to hit. He ain't going to be able to throw a penny in the ocean. But when you're talking about playing defense, he's a lot quicker than Deion Waiters is. You think so? Yeah, he is. He's a lot quicker than Deion Waiters laterally. Right? Ah. So he can move. He plays the passing lanes a lot better than Deion Waiters does, too. Deion Waiters has a lot more size. So, you know, he can definitely handle a three. But if you're a two guard that's really, really quick and you put him up against a Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum might do work on him. Just because he's not that quick going side to side. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so you got to look at that type of situation, too, of how he can but actually. Jason, but you're talking about Jason. Jason Tatum going to give most people the work. I mean, in the NBA, you cannot. Great offensive players you're never going to be able to stop. Right. You can only hope that, that they have a bad game mm -hmm. or whatever. So I'm not worried about him being able to stop somebody because I think collectively the, the Lakers defense, right? are a great team de uh, defending team. Yeah. Um, but I think that Lakers have to look at what works better. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? J.R. Smith do come with a lot of baggage. Deion Waiters come, come with, with a lot, lot of baggage. baggage too, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I think right now Deion Waiters is ready. Yeah. I, I, would I think he's ready. I would say to the point that they're both ready. Okay. How? I would agree. Smith been out of the league for, what, three months? Iguodala was ready. He ain't played all season either. Bro, he looked terrible. He got crossover something. Oh, he got, he got a nasty, didn't he? Like, he looked slow. He did it. He, did, he looked slow he? right he now. Did. But now everybody's in that same condition. Right? It does take time to kind of get back into game it shape. Time, yeah. Deion Waiters hasn't played in a few months. He hasn't played since December, right? So he has been longer, he's gonna, way he's longer. He's gonna than have that. to take time to get back into game shape. But one thing you did say mm -hmm. was that the Lakers defense, they play as a team collectively. Yes. Right? And the Lakers are looking pretty good right now. However, they did get out rebounded last night's game against the Pelicans, which is something that just really doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when we look at the full scope of the there Lakers. There was no AD. There was no AD last night, right. so that did contribute to that. Okay. You know, they're looking good. Um, they beat the Pelicans twice. Yeah. Uh, within this last week alone, uh, one day after playing Memphis, they did get beat by Memphis. They did. How did the Lakers get beat by Memphis? Um, you have those games. Uh huh. You do have that in the NBA. You know, like even we as as basketball players in our career, the little career we had. <laughs> um, what you talk about? You do have those games where you come out and the other team is just better at doing everything else. Even yeah. though you feel that you're a better team, yeah. you know, it's just you have those days, you have those games, and you have those moments. Those are just one of those moments because we know that the Grizzlies are not better than us. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We just came out slow. You know what I'm saying? They were hitting every shot. It was like one of those games. So the, you knew. The Grizzlies might not be better than us, but. John Morant looked like he was better than all of our guards that we had out there playing. Uh, 
He had a really major game that day. Uh, he came out and put on a show about 27 yeah, points that game. John ja, ja Moran is a monster. He's a future NBA. I think he might have solidified the rookie of the year based off that game. Yeah, but he said he don't want it. He's focused on getting his team to the playoffs. But he got right now, he uh-huh. got my vote. They're in the AFC. Now, wait. What's up? Now, if Zion was not hurt uh-huh. or did not get hurt uh-huh. and was playing the whole season, he would be my rookie of the year. Okay. Because Zion is putting a monster He's averaging numbers. about 24 points a game right now. Yes. Now, Zion and LeBron playing LeBron right. for yeah. the first time, right? Yeah. yeah. Then he got a chance to play Le- LeBron again within a, a matter of days. Yes. LeBron, I don't think he's really ready to pass the torch yet. No. LeBron no. is like, hold on. He like, I'm going to show you what's, 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 he, who the king is. Now, well, I would say it was evenly matched. Okay. But you see how good LeBron really is. Man. Like, he, whew, he's so good to where he gets everything in the course of a game. Like, you didn't really notice that he had a triple-double. Like, he was yeah. just doing normal things. Right. And, like... He evolved so much in his game because the first thing when he got in the league, he can't shoot. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or he really ain't got no handles. You know, he could just kind of get to the bucket with this uh, freakish athletic ability. Force right you know what I'm saying? Kind of like how Zion Williams is right now. But I think Zion is a little more polished offensively than LeBron was his rookie year. Okay. Because he's averaging more right now. Um, but you see how good he is. Like, you only see this type of player – once a generation, right? Bro. Like it's amazing what this guy, his IQ, how he's able to see the court before it even uh, developing all these things. The dude is a massive, and he's not ready. King James is here. We about to get two or three titles right now. Leon, I dude, I'm watching this guy play since yeah. he's been on the Lakers. I right. had a chance to kind of look at him a lot closer, right. than we have before. Yeah, especially with Kobe being out the league. Yeah, you know, LeBron just kind of solidified of. I'm up next. You know what I'm saying? This is my league. You know, when Kobe was kind of fading out a little bit, LeBron kind of took the torch, right? Yeah, he got it. I'm looking at LeBron, and you already know, they say we're all witnesses of LeBron. Yeah. I'm looking at LeBron, bro, (laughs) and you already know I love Kobe to death, and that's the best player I've ever (laughs) seen. I've been saying it, and Kobe is my guy. Kobe's the best player I've ever seen, right? He's my guy. I think he's still the best offensive talent we've ever seen. I'm looking at LeBron James. I'm not going to say it. Come on. I'm not going to say it, bro. <laughs> but let me ask you this. I can't say it. My, my mouth won't let me say it. Okay. Okay. But I'm definitely witnessing greatness. You are witnessing greatness. And do you think LeBron, he's 35 years old. And he's already tied Kobe for triple doubles for the Lakers franchise. He's going against a 19-year-old kid. Yes. Putting up the same type of numbers. Yeah. Matter of fact, he's putting up more numbers because more he numbers. had a triple-double triple, last night. Triple, so that triple. means he's doing more and he's more valuable to his team. Yeah. And that, that's what made that's what make people understand this is what makes LeBron so special. He makes truly makes everybody around him better. I haven't seen a player like that since Magic Johnson. Okay? Like I remember in the 90s, early 90s, watching Magic as a kid. Talk about it. And Magic, man, he had this ability. I mean, people knew if they felt the lane, Magic was getting him the ball. Yeah. And you see the similarities between LeBron and Magic. Yeah. I wouldn't compare him to Jordan. I would compare him to Magic. To Magic, okay. Because, and he's a better version of Magic. He's more athletic. He's a better passer. 
Um, he's a, I mean, he's just as good as a playmaker. And so you see these things. Can you imagine if he was in a Laker uniform for his career? I'm watching the game last night. Right. And he's making Kuzma look good. <laughs> and Kuzma's hitting these three-point <laughs> shots. And you know I'm not on Kuzma like Kuzma. that. Give him his credit. You know I'm not on Kuzma, Kuzma like that. Kuzma's a young kid who can come into his own. With blonde hair. Well, it's just he up next. That's that, <laughs> that, that the MK Ultra. <laughs> he up next. Okay. Wait, the Nike deal was coming, bro. It's coming. The Nike deal's coming. Yeah. Then. All right. But Kuzma, his he's 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 finding his way. You know, he's finding his way. And so, but that's just his I mean, shouts out to LeBron. That's how good he is. Yeah. yeah. You know. And Kobe was a killer. He yeah. was an assassin. He was you know, that guy that you want to have a ball with 10 seconds left, you down by one. It's Kobe all day. Even this till right now over LeBron, Kobe rest in peace. And, and I'm, I'm looking at LeBron giving the ball to Kuzma at these spots that Kuzma's yeah. getting the ball. Yeah. And it's giving Kuzma more confidence. Work. It's giving Kuzma more confidence. Yeah. Now Kuzma's more sure about himself yeah. being out there on the court yeah. with LeBron. He's fighting his strike. He's at the fighting perfect- it, bro. Moment. And remember, we talked about before, too, yeah. on the show, you had mentioned that, well, maybe Kuzma's not getting the ball in the offense yeah. that much or where he needs to get the ball in the offense so that he could be effective. You right. know, he was more or less getting his points off of broken plays. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm looking at the last few games. They're initiating Kuzma in the offense early when it gets inside the game. Yeah. And I think that's a key factor for the, for the Lakers moving forward. It's a key factor, and we also have to take into account that Lakers relationships yeah yeah is strong like that their camaraderie that they have is extremely strong yeah it, it, it's been built like and that's why LeBron was having those summer uh practices and to build team chemistry right and so now you see the Lakers are like ride or die for each other when one fall you see four or five Lakers everybody running pick to them up go pick them up and you see them all laughing giggling and just that that's the that's the chemistry that LeBron wanted to bring to LA yeah and so now they're finding each other. It's like a family. So now they're Kuzma's finally finding his place in the family. Yeah. And so now you're seeing him starting to excel, mm-hmm. which we all knew he could. Right. And now he's starting to get comfortable in his role. That's yeah. key. That's key. He's starting to realize his role. Like, okay, I'm not going to be uh, one and two. They already got a one and two punch. I may not even be three, but I know that I can be a big, important piece of this team. And that's what he's doing. And when he, he's getting the opportunity when LeBron yeah. is not there playing. Yeah. Right, because yep. LeBron has something wrong with his growing, and every, he gets to start every two weeks. So he gets to start. He gets to start. Yeah, right. You got AD who yeah. who who's out. Yeah. you know what I mean for a game or two every now and then. Yeah. So he's getting the opportunity when he's a starter, when he has more option or yeah. more uh, more touches. Yeah, let's just say. But like I told you, what you say? Remember I said this. What'd you say? The secret. What's up? The secret sauce for the Lakers. What's the sauce? It's playoff Rondo. Oh, oh my God, superhero Rondo. I'm. T- I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now. Superhero Rondo. Rondo is gonna go bananas in the playoffs. Yeah. Watch. Hey. Watch what I tell. Watch what I tell what, you, bro. What's he gonna do? Watch what I tell you. I just don't want Rondo, Rondo shooting three pointers. I'm just telling you, Rondo's about to be a problem, bro. If he's shooting a whole bunch of no, threes and breaking, he gonna be a problem. Playoff Rondo is something different, bro. Like, watch. Just, just. Can, can Trust Rondo, me on this. Can playoff Rondo get activated now, please? We don't need him. He's he's older now. Like he paces himself. Like we don't need him. Yeah, okay. he can, we just need him to stay in shape. <laughs> but let him do his thing. Watch. Rondo's gonna be a problem. Yeah. Watch what I tell you. 
Rondo is about to go bananas, bro. Okay, y'all. So this is the part of the show where we take a timeout to show our sponsors some love. This segment is sponsored by Sweet Embrace Studios, where they embrace your vision and make your dream a reality. Sweet Embrace Studios offers a variety of services. Music production, music engineering, video production, video editing, photography, and much, much more. Are you the next rapper, singer, model, podcast host, TV celebrity? Sweet Embrace Studios is the number one studio in the Inland Empire. Call 909-733-8356. Once again, that's 909-733-8356 to book your appointment. You can also go online to www.sweetembracestudios.com. So for all my listeners, when you call, if you mention Jay with the Grits or Morning Grits Podcast, you'll receive 15% discount on all your services. Sweet Embrace Studios, call 909-733-8356 and make your dreams come true. Hey, Leon, I keep hearing about my man Steph Curry, bro. Is he is he getting back on the court? Like, what, what, what's going on with Steph, man? His his hand is healing up. I seen him out there shooting the ball. He was shooting some three pointers. He looked pretty good, mind you. That his broken hand was on the left hand, so it wasn't right. on his shooting hand. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he is able to grip the ball right. uh, with that off hand, being able to dribble the ball effectively too. Right. Um, is he coming back for the season? They keep pushing um, it back. Yeah, I mean, I feel I feel like this. Curry's gonna go play somewhere. His dad plays. Brother plays. Um. Whether it's pickup games or whatever, he just needs to get back and play just a little bit. I think you shouldn't play him a lot uh-huh. um, because it is a losing season. But just let him get out there, get his bearings together, let him play with his team. You know what I'm saying? It's his team. Yeah. And it's hard as a player. I can remember sitting on the bench when I was hurt and my team going to battle. And even though I knew we weren't going to win the CIF title <laughs> and stuff like that, and even though they were terrible, you still want to be on there. You want to, you're the, you were the leader of that team. Yeah. And so I understand the itch. And I don't mind him coming back to play. Like I said, his injury was a freakish injury. Uh-huh. And so let him out, let him play with his boys. You know, he wants to play. Yeah. He really want to play. Zion so, wanted to play. You didn't want him coming back. Um, only because he a liability. Okay. Like, Zion is like... I think that he need to fix some things, and it looked like he's doing that. Like the way he's jumping is a little different. Mm-hmm. You know, he got after he jumped, he got a little like hop step that he does. I don't know if you noticed for that, landing. but for landing, okay. Um, and he's taken off of two feet a lot. Yeah. So he's is he's changed some things from when I was watching him in high the school. The mechanics, yeah, because he used to just and jump and just you know what I'm saying so. Um, seeing that, it's like okay, I get it now. You know, but I think that you know Steph should be on the floor with his guys. At yeah. the end of the day. I mean, he, Steph has no reason to kind of be out there yeah. Um, other than to prepare for next season. Next season. You know what I mean? Especially, and they're going to be back. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, they still got Draymond. They still got uh, Clay. Yeah. And, you know, it's talking about a, people talking about Giannis could possibly exactly. be joining them. Um, Heat feel like Giannis couldn't be joining them. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Lakers might have a shot at Giannis because the brother's over there. So, I mean, I mean, it's so many things. You know what I'm saying? So, we don't know. That's why I love know. basketball. <laughs> it's a big, giant soap opera with a lot of topics to it choose is. from. It is. It's so much to talk about. And there's a lot to talk about the bottom half of the Western Conference yeah, as well. Absolutely. Because your boy Zion is back. Yeah. You know, from the eighth spot. You got four people, or four teams, rather, that are juggling for that ninth spot, Leon. Absolutely. You got Portland, New right. Orleans, you got right. the Kings, and you also got the Spurs. Right. They're all three games back from that eighth spot. So it looks like that bringing Zion into the fold of things is uh-huh. working for right. the Pelicans. 
Lonzo Ball is playing a lot better. Uh-huh. Drew Holiday is playing at all star level like he always has. You know, but you got Portland. McCollum went off for a monster game today. Right. You know, but you can't count Damian Lillard out. Right. You got to kind of see what's going to happen with those four teams. Right. And then also with Memphis, if Memphis is actually going to slide down because they can't hit Dallas at the seventh spot. Da- uh, Memphis is in the eighth spot, Ooh. and you got Dallas in the seventh. Memphis is five games below Dallas. For that seventh spot, so they're not going to touch Dallas. No, they can, uh, especially with Luca playing. games left. Uh, especially with Luca playing, and that's that's my point. Like three to five games in twenty three games, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's like a full game switch. And you're talking about a win is only half a, a point, a half point. So if they're down three and they win, that's two point five. Right. As if that team keep winning and you're winning, you're not going to get any leeway. Exactly. Um, so I do think that the Grizzlies is going to take take the uh, eighth seed. I think the Lakers going, which I think is good for them. They're going they're going to sweep the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Um, my concern is I, I just feel and I think Zion was just too late. Uh huh. Because I think had he been there earlier in the season, um, Portland, man, they needed Yurkic. They needed Jokic and yeah. they needed Lillard. Lillard's yeah. been out, and since he's been out, they've been losing quite a bit of games. Right, right. Um, so I don't plan on them coming back. It's gonna be hard for these 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 uh, Portland, New Orleans, King Spurs to jump back into the fold, especially if the Grizzlies keep winning. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. You never know because basketball, you know, it's, it flip flops. It flip flops. So Look what happened to the 76ers. Yeah. They're losing. They're, they dropped down to, to the fifth seed. Yeah. You know, Ben Simmons has been hurt with his back. Yeah. You know, you got injury prone. Your man. boy MB hurt again hurt with his shoulder. Yeah. You I know, see, I told you they need to put Simmons on the man, I think his to make ankle, him the face. his knee, his shoulder, his neck. His He's back. always hurt. He's always hurt, man. You know what I'm saying? He's always hurt. So you, you, you kind of look at that and say, how the Eastern is gonna, how the Eastern Conference is gonna end up, but that's just gonna end up with the Bucks being on top. Right. We kind of estimated that okay, maybe the 76ers might be, you know, in that uh, Eastern Conference yeah. championship. Right. You know, w- fighting, fighting with the Bucks. Right. You know, going one and two. And to we see, thought so. Yeah. But I still think that when healthy, they're a very dangerous team. They're a very dangerous team. Hopefully, Embiid and Simmons, Ben Simmons can get back healthy. Right. Because um, I think that they're probably, other than the Celtics, are the only teams that can kind of give the Milwaukee a run for their money. Will they beat them? No, because Milwaukee is very legit. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? They got everything that you need. They got shooters. They got defenders. They got great passers. Yeah. They got very great team chemistry, great coaching. So they're legit. So to beat Milwaukee, you really and Kawhi them, you know, it took them seven games and a luck shot yeah. to beat the Bucks as good as Toronto was to beat the Sixers. So um, yeah, and the Bucks right to go to the championship. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That one, ping, yep. ping, and they went in. Yeah, against the Sixers. You know, uh, so um, you know they're legit. You know, you're gonna have to really go in to beat. Milwaukee, so hopefully they get back healthy. You know, what I'm saying I, I I hate seeing hurt play, hurt players, um, and you know, so we'll see what happens. We are introducing our new segment, which is called the Fan Media Segment. Here at Morning Grits, it's all about the fans, just like the slogan says, for the fan, from a fan, and we definitely want to get a big shout out to some of the fans that have been watching us on Instagram, that have been watching us on Twitter. Have also been yeah. engaging in the conversations. I love those conversations that you guys engage in. Those create topics, you know. So we definitely want to give a shout out yeah. to 
uh, one of our followers there on Instagram at what life w u t l i f e so big shout out to yeah. what life uh, my guy we were talking about um how how important reggie jackson is yeah. for the clippers yeah and cuz reggie jackson is a big guard yeah. someone that they picked up in the buyout um he could be able to take people off the dribble mm -hmm. you know he could pull up for his jumper create right. his own shot he could also create for others but he's a big guard he could be able to play d as well right and within that he could uh, allow for that small ball mm -hmm. to take effect, yeah. right? Yeah. So now they could have Marcus Morris really at the five yeah. and just kind of build around that with Kawhi yeah. and PG and also Montrez with Hill. you know Montrezl Harrell and um, Reggie Jackson there at the point yeah. to have some scoring and, and defense and they could get out and run, yeah. right? So he said, well, what about Marcus Morris being an integral part? Yeah. So that kind of led to this part portion of it. This mm -hmm. is why this is kind of impactful to what he had mentioned. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, you have Marcus Morris and then you also have Reggie Jackson. Right. But that allows him to play that small ball right. to match up against the Rockets. To mm -hmm. me, those Rocket, that Rocket team, especially with the way that Russell, Russell, Russell Westbrook is playing right now. Brody. Right. And the way that the beard has been playing all season, yeah. and now they're going small ball, they haven't really fallen off since they've been playing small ball. Not at all. So the Rockets, I think, are one of those sleeper teams that yeah. they the Clippers got to worry about the Rockets. Yeah. The Lakers got to worry about the Rockets Yeah. because it's about not just shooting the three with them, but they're fast, they're quick. They can get to the cup very, very easily, especially with the way that Westbrook is playing right now. <laughs> I agree. I, I definitely agree. I think that the the Rockets is throwing a wrench in the L.A. Clippers and L.A. Lakers showdown in the Western Conference Final. Mm -hmm. They are definitely a threat. But I have to also mention they've always been a threat. Okay. Years when they have Chris Paul. Yeah. You know, they were a threat. Um, I just think that in the playoffs, I think that the game – it happens every, every playoff. The game does slow down. So – there is great for the regular season, once again, that style of play. But once a coach is able to strategically, knowing that I'm going to play this, this team at least four games. Yeah. Four to seven games. Now I can key in on different points and take away different things that the Rockets like to do. You know what I'm saying? I can clog the paint. I can uh, make James Harden get the ball out of his hand and make Russell Westbrook shoot. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna they're gonna have challenges, and I don't think D'Antoni is a great strategic coach. He just coaches one way, and I think teams are able to key in, and that's been the that's been their holdup for the last five six years is that that this style of play is not effective in the playoffs. Mm. Once again, it's great during the season, right? But it's not great during the playoffs. So I think that they're gonna run into that issue in the playoffs. Yeah. Here at Morning Grits, it's always a show within a show. This is a segment that the fans love, where we highlight the players who have had top performances during the week. This is the With the Grits segment. Let's get it. Leon, who's with the Grits? We got Giannis versus Hornets. Yeah. He had 41 points, 20 rebounds, 6 assists. They still got the best record in the league. They're at 52-9, and Giannis is on that MVP race. It's between him and LeBron. Man, they, they it's a battle, bro. It's a straight battle. Whatever Giannis gets out there, he can play 30 minutes. He can play 35 minutes or less. Yeah. And my man is putting the ball in the hole. Nobody can stop him. Yeah, and an improved shooting. He's I mean, shooting the three. He's hitting threes now, so he's definitely dangerous. 
Y'all gotta watch out. He's with the grits. We got my man John Morant versus the Lakers, who had 27 points, yeah. six rebounds, 14 assists. He's in line for the rookie of the year. He's averaging 17 points, seven assists, three rebounds for the year. That's huge. As a rookie, as a rookie, he came to play. He's a rookie. He, I mean, he's a great pickup, bro. Like I love his game. He, he lit us up, bro. I just, ah. He's a rookie, and when he out there, y'all gonna come out of me and gonna eat all your cookies. Man, and he's dunking on people, bro. <laughs> Yo, posters. <laughs> He's definitely with the Grizz. That's what's up, y'all. Ja. We got CJ McCollum for the Portland Trailblazers versus the Magic. He had 41 points, Man. five rebounds, three assists. Big number. Man, CJ, y'all needed that game tonight. Hey, way to put it down, CJ, and help your team win and put it down for the Portland Trailblazers. Y'all is definitely doing your thing. Y'all fighting for that eighth spot yes. out there in the West. Right, right. Then we got my man RJ Barrett. When do we ever talk about the Knicks over here? The never. Knicks ain't never nothing to talk about. No. But RJ Barrett is definitely with the grits. Going against the Rocket, the Beard and Brody couldn't stop my man. He had 27 points, 5 rebounds, wow. 5 assists. Wow. They had 125 to 123 win wow. against the Rockets. Big win. The Knicks won a game. Man, I, I love him. He's a fellow lefty, man. So, shout out to him for coming into his own, bro. The Knicks won a game. They won they got a couple games this year, <laughs> We got Nikola Jokic. We got the Joker, who is definitely doing this thing versus the rappers. Yeah. Hey, that's somebody you got to watch out for, yeah. especially with the Nuggets. Hey, he had 23 points, 18 rebounds, 12 assists. He's definitely with the grits. This is the segment every fan enjoys. The segment that shows your favorite athlete dominating the field of play. Hey, this is the doing your thing segment. Doing your thing, 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 doing your thing. Hey, you know who's out there doing their thing, Leon? Who? LeBron James. My guy. LeBron James was out there doing his thing, especially in the fourth quarter last night. Yo, he had 13 points, five rebounds, three assists. Big quarter. Triple-double for the game. Nobody's stopping LeBron when he wants to just dominate the game Man, like that. he put a show on, bro. Didn't he? He put a show on. Hey, I think he might lead the league in assists. Oh, yeah, he's, he's already got that. Almost 11 assists a game. Yep, 10.6. Let's get it. He is balling. Yes, sir. Definitely doing his thing. You know who else is doing his thing? Who? Zion Williamson. Yo, he had two monster games against the Lakers. One for 29 points. This last one was 35 points and seven rebounds. Big numbers. He is here to stay. He is Damn. box office. He's a problem. They can't stop him. Nobody. I'm 280 pounds of fierceness. He's bullying everybody, Get bro. out my way. <laughs> I am here. That's He's right. averaging 24 points and 7 rebounds over 15 games, Leon. Man, my rookie of the year. He's definitely with the Grizz. Yeah. Then you got my man, Russell, Russell Westbrook. Get it. What up, Brody? Hey, ever since the trade deadline, my man's been unstoppable. You said he couldn't shoot. He telling you every reason why he putting up some numbers, though. Prove 35 it. points, 6 assists, 7 rebounds, and 2 steals per game over the last 10 games. Wow. He is doing his wow, thing. Wow, that is impressive. He's one of those reasons why the Rockets are going to be a team that you're going to have to deal with when it comes down to the Ooh, crunch time for the problem. playoff race. Problem. Y'all better watch out for these Rockets, man. Y'all heard it here first from your boy Jay with the grits here at Morning Grits. Okay. I'm trying to tell you, these Rockets are going to make some noise and they're going to cause problems. Prove it. This is the greatest segment on podcast and radio history. This is the segment that all fans love and something that fans like to do. I know I do. 
This is the Smack Talk session. Smack Talk. You know who I'm talking smack to? Ken Giles. Who? <laughs> who? Ken Giles. Who are you? Pitcher for the Blue Jays? Hey, this dude talk about Leon that he want to give his ring back from the Astros. So he was on that team with the Astros that won that championship. Right. So all of a sudden, uh-huh. all of a sudden, this pitcher that we don't even know about, he want to <laughs> give his ring back. Who? Exactly. <laughs> who is this guy? Hey. Look, hey, you got to respect the man, though. Ain't nobody coming out talking about they want to give back their ring. And then out of nowhere, he's talking about, I'll give back my ring. Oh, and get this. He said that he didn't even know that cheating was going on while he was with the team for two years. Ooh. So you were part of that smack talk session because I don't believe you. Look, <laughs> he said, Leon, he said, whatever they asked for, I would oblige because what? going on at the time was not okay. Wow. Maybe he really didn't know, though. Okay. Maybe he really didn't know. So he was just, like, on the team on game day and didn't, like, go to the team meetings. He didn't eat with the team. He didn't hang out with the team. Man, Kobe did it. He was a loner. <laughs> Kobe get a I'm pass. Trying. Kobe I'm get trying a pass. to help you, Giles. Kobe get a pass. I don't know. You are a hey, suspect. Suspect all day. And I just want to thank you guys for tuning in to the Morning Grits podcast. Morning Grits is here. So make sure you please add me on Instagram at Morning Grits. I'll bring to you sports perspective from the fan for the fan. So let me know. Are you with the grits?